You sound mellow. Huh? You sound mellow. Yep. I is. Where are you? I am in Hilton. Okay. Still in Hilton Head. How's it going? It's going good. I'm very sleepy, so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Well, let's get started then. This is uh, Wait, Tell Me Everything. I'm Andrea. And uh, Kristen. Yanni. Kristen. Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, okay. So I have one new story. Um, it's uh, just a couple days old. Uh, this is from the NBC News uh, version of the story. Um, and the headline is, Composting of human bodies now legal in Washington State. Have you heard about this? No. Yeah, it's crazy. Let's read about it. It says, ashes to ashes and guts to dirt. Governor Jay Inslee signed legislation Tuesday making Washington the first state to approve composting as an alternative to burying or cremating human remains. It allows licensed facilities to offer natural organic reduction, which turns a body mixed with substances um, such as wood chips and straw in about two wheelbarrows into about two wheelbarrows worth of soil in a span of several weeks. Um, Loved ones are allowed to keep the soil to spread just as they might spread the ashes of someone who has been cremated or use it to plant vegetables or a tree. Oh. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. Now, okay, this is Washington State. Okay, I don't want any Washington apples. Nothing. Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, how is this going to affect their uh, economy? Um, it says, uh, Nora Menken, who's the executive director of Seattle-based People's Memorial Association, Um, which is an organization that helps people plan for funerals, says it gives meaning and use to what happens to our body after death. Supporters say the method is an environmentally friendly alternative to cremation, which releases carbon dioxide and particulates into the air and conventional burial in which people are drained of their blood, pumped full of formaldehyde and other chemicals that can pollute groundwater and placed in a nearly indestructible coffin taking up land. Uh, Senator Jamie Peterson, who's a Seattle Democrat and sponsored the measure, says that's a serious weight on the earth and the environment as your final farewell. He said the legislation was inspired by his neighbor, Katrina Spade, who was an architecture graduate student at the University of Massachusetts Amherst when she began researching the funeral industry. She came up with the idea of human composting, modeling it on a practice farmers have long used to dispose of, hold on to your hats, livestock. (laughs) She tweaked the process and found that wood chips, alfalfa, and straw created a mixture of nitrogen and carbon that accelerates natural decomposition when a body is placed in in a temperature and moisture-controlled vessel and rotated. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. A pilot project at Washington State University tested the idea last year on six bodies, all donors who Spade said wanted to be a part of the study. In 2017, Spade founded Recompose, a company working to bring the concept to the public. It's working on raising nearly $7 million to establish a facility in Seattle and begin to expand elsewhere. State law previously dictated that remains to be disposed of by burial or cremation. 
The law, which takes effect in May 2020, adds composting as well as alkaline hydrolysis, a process already legal in 19 other states. The latter uses a heat, pressure, and water and chemical combination like lye to reduce remains. Cemeteries across the country are allowed to offer natural or green burials by which people are buried in biodegradable shrouds or caskets without being embalmed. Composting could be a good option in cities where cemetery land is scarce, Peterson said. Spade described it as, quote, the urban equivalent to natural burial. The state senator said he has received angry emails from people who object to the idea, calling it undignified or disgusting. Peterson said, the image they have is that you're going to toss Uncle Henry out in the backyard and cover him with food scraps. To the contrary, he said, the process will be respectful. Recomposes website envisions an atrium-like space where bodies are composted in compartments stacked in a honeycomb design. Families will be able to visit, providing an emotional connection typically missing at crematoriums. It's an interesting concept, said Edward Bixby, who's the president of Placerville, California-based Green Burial Council. I'm curious to see how well it's received. Uh-uh. Uh, so that's the end of the article. Isn't that crazy, though? I don't... No, just no. I Like, to me, this jump from, like, oh, this is something that farmers have been doing with livestock... livestock. I know. Let's substitute livestock with human bodies. Like, I don't, like, how you get from there to there is so. No. I, 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 I no. Right? Mm. I think you stopped me. Huh? I think you've kind of stopped me with this one. I just don't. It's a rough one. I mean, so I understand the um, this idea, like, because, you know, there's a few, like, there's been a few, like, okay, like, there's, because this led me to some other articles, like, apparently, like, Luke Perry did the whole, like, mushroom body thing. Did you know about this? The body, uh-huh. okay. So Luke Perry, who um, had, you know, had the massive stroke about two months ago now, um, and and died. He, um, according to his daughter, she posted on Instagram or whatever. One of his final wishes was to be buried in this mushroom body bag. And basically, what that is is like in lieu of a casket. Um, and it's this idea of like you know, um, it's but it's still a burial. It's still this like idea of not using a casket, using something like a, a container that's completely natural that helps the mm-hmm. um the decomposition process but and mm-hmm. and like allows the body to like you know naturally decompose still and then you know eventually essentially become biodegradable or be you know like get um mm-hmm. you know uh, re-filtrated into the earth or the dirt or whatever the soil so that's different that's different though right like i get that like i get this effort to sort of like how can we make it make burial? He's not, turn, he's not turning into soil and then make, you know, growing. Growing vegetables. vegetables. Like, to me, I it's feel such. Like that should not be a thing. It really shouldn't be. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's such a, you know, but I feel like it's like, I do think that it's the next natural step from. Like, just kind of this, like, not really value, like, sort of, like, the dignity of life, like, not being really valued to where, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so that the, you know, the human body becomes, like, just another something that we need to figure out how to dispose of instead of something sacred. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the, the part of this article where it says it gives meaning and use to what happens to our bodies after death. Like, I feel like in the absence of, of, of value and in the absence of meaning, we're going to make up our own thing, you know, <laughs> like, right. um, so I do feel like it's like the next step in a very like secular world that says like that there's nothing else past this. And so, 
basically like let's make the most of what we have and when we're gone it doesn't matter kind of a thing absolutely you know like it's I, I do so I do see the that logic but I don't like it's still I feel like it's so cringeworthy that I'm surprised that like it's because I don't remember there being any like I mean obviously I'm not in Washington so maybe there was a ton of discussion there I don't know um but it just strikes me like I was struck by the fact that it was just like here this is already like a done decided thing that's happened in Washington and you know like that's crazy yeah, that's crazy so so yeah but yeah you're right I don't want nobody no produce as of May 2020 I don't want nobody's produce out of Washington state don't bring me no apples um uh-uh that's nasty and that's it's just it's just it's both I mean it's kind of like you know he's saying oh got angry emails um you know and saying that you know people think that whatever you know are envisioning the wrong thing I'm like it doesn't matter what I envision it is undignified and it is disgusting like I feel like there's some kind of like like, aren't there, like, um, health codes or something when it comes to burials, I thought? Well, that's... Like, you well, know, you can't, like, bury somebody in your backyard. Right. And, you know. I mean, that's the thing. I'm like, if it's if it's all good and <laughs> whatever, then, yeah, like, why can't I just, like, dig, dig you know, dig, dig a six-foot hole in my backyard and call it a day? Um... It's just, it's very strange. And I don't, I'm, I'm surprised that all there were, you know, the only mention, they really do only talk in all the articles that I, I've read, like, you know, whatever, I didn't do, I read like three different articles about it. What you didn't do, well, gosh, that's exhausting. <laughs> that's pretty exhausting for me. Because I was trying to find an article that talked more about the opposition to it there's you know so there was a lot about like oh you know proponents said this and backers of the law said that and whatever but like there was very little about like people who were opposed to it and like i cannot imagine that there were not more people and there was not more vocalization on why this is such a bad idea but i could not find any at least i I mean because so i'm sure that there was but i could not find any article that would um comment on that so um so i just that it was just that was just lacking so it's it's crazy it's such a bad idea um it's just such a bad idea Hmm. so um so that's it that's all i that's all i have for newsworthy i thought that that would be enough yeah uh, absolutely I can't. Okay, now it's I usually have problems going on to my ridiculous items, but no, we need wow. something ridiculous because this. I mean, this was ridiculous, but in the worst way. We need something ridiculous in a absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So nothing really like viral vox, but just I have a couple of quick things. Um, like I said, I am so tired. So we're gonna, oh my I gosh, think, yes. I've been resting and like just being just relaxing, working, but mm. nothing like regular work. So yeah, are you serious? Right now you're basically like I'm tired from luxuriating. Ah, uh, yeah. I do. I've walked a little bit, so eight. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so. I don't know if you can hear the television right now, but um, game, I guess, five of the Eastern Conference Finals is on. Sure. Uh, Toronto <laughs> versus, right, Milwaukee. Okay. Um, so, you know, if it's something to do with Toronto, Drake is somehow involved. Okay. So, Drake has been at the games, on the sideline, cheering, high-fiving players, at one point, he even gave the Toronto head coach, like, a little quick shoulder rub. Um, wow. Yeah. So, you know, he is the mayor of Toronto. 
uh, official mayor of Toronto. So, like, and he has, like, a good relationship with the Raptors. So, you know, like, they don't think anything of it. However, the Milwaukee Bucks head coach had something to say about this behavior. Okay. Um, He was like, there's certainly no place for fans or whatever exactly it is Drake is for the Raptors on the court. There's boundaries and lines for a reason. The league is pretty good about that. Um, I don't know of any person attending the game that isn't a player or coach that has access to the court. So I guess he doesn't know who Drake is or the extent of Drake's popularity. (laughs) Or maybe he just doesn't care. Like, he's like, look, I don't care who you are. Uh, Fans of any caliber don't belong on the court. Well, he's not on the... Well, yeah. But they kind of have likened him to, like, Spike Lee. Okay. Well, people complain about Spike Lee, too. They sure did. Mm -hmm. Um, But, again, Drake responded on his Instagram with a, um, I think an owl, which is, like, his kind of mascot, the Ovo owl, and then, like, a salt shaker. A salt shaker? Yes, saying that the coach is salty. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was not ever going to make that connection. I was like, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah, so I don't know. I'm not really watching the game, so I don't know if he's there or not, but they're in Milwaukee today, so I don't know. Wow. So, yeah, so that was that. Um, oh, update. Wendy Williams. I don't know if you heard about this. But... Uh-uh. Wendy Williams' son was reportedly arrested on assault charges for, I love all these allegedly, uh, for punching his father. Oh, he got into it with his dad? Yeah, so apparently Wendy dropped him off at the house because um, Wendy has moved back to, into the city. Okay. Um, and is having a fabulous time. And so <laughs> she dropped her son off at the house to grab some stuff um, and she left him there and was planning to come back later to you know to kind of get him um, I guess he was unaware that his father was at the house mm-hmm. and so for a while like everything was cool and they ended up going to the store together to get something like and it was after midnight um, but importantly they got into an argument in the, the store's parking lot um they said that the argument was about um, Kev- they're both Kevin, Kevin Jr., Kevin Sr., Kevin Sr.'s demand for spouse support and that Kevin Sr. said that Wendy was brainwashing their son. Mind you, their son is all of 18 years old. He does not need to be brainwashed. He can read. Um, right. also, like in the home, so he knows what's going on. And he doesn't need to be brainwashed. So apparently, uh, Kevin Sr. tried to put him in a Put, no, put him in a headlock and Kevin uh-uh. Jr. punched him in the nose to break the Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, that is crazy. I, but, you know, it's it's only news. I mean, obviously, it's only news because, I mean, like, it's Wendy Williams and this whole thing. But, like, yeah. it's pretty. This happens. This happens. Like, it's pretty common that, like, a son especially will take his mom's side on something like this and I think in this case it's fairly obvious who's more in the right at least you know obviously there's two sides to everything but whatever um so it's um you know like I mean so these sort of like you know whether it's you know fisticuffs or words are exchanged or whatever like a son coming to his mom's defense or calling his, especially if you're like an adult, like you're 18 or older or whatever, and you're, yeah. you're aware enough of what's going on. Like, that's pretty common. Like, I, I, I would say that that's not unusual at all. Yeah, but they also say that part of it is that um, he was urging his son to carve his own path um, and to work on his own without handouts from Wendy. Which is ironic, mm-hmm. especially since he's asking for a spousal support. Right, right, so yeah. You carve your own path. Right. <laughs> How about you start by modeling that? 
and uh. this is my child and that's you know I am 18 I'm just starting my path and leave me alone so just right uh, considering just, uh, that you can keep kids on your insurance to like what 26 now <laughs> Right. he's hardly like overstepping any bounds no and like I told you like there's a whole thing about because he's actually requesting support for his son as well so in the divorce you know in addition to spouse support he's requesting support for his son because apparently in New York you can do that up until like 21 or some you know again some other right. crazy know, age yeah. or something right. yeah I know I was on my dad's insurance until I couldn't be anymore. Like, like I was like, if you're in school, it was like something like 26. Or, it was something crazy. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. wild. So that's just, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Get out of here, dude. Yeah, get shut, shut, shut it. Shut it okay, down. So that is that. Okay, so I don't know if you heard this story too, but I think it's been being posted on Facebook. A lot, but um, Jason Mitchell, who played Easy E in the Straight Out Out of um, Compton movie, mm-hmm. um, accused of sexually harassing multiple women, um, including his um, the shy um, co-star. Oh, this is the guy from the shy. Yeah, I watched the shy. So, um, but I, you know what? I did not make the connection with him. Um, he looks so different, but you're right; it's the same guy. <laughs> Well, he's not wearing the Jerry Curl wig <laughs> and a the lack of a Jer- Raiders cap. Yeah, the lack of the Jerry Curl. The bomber jacket. The bomber jacket really threw Khakis, me off. Khakis, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. I would not, I would not in a million years have made the connection. Yeah, yeah he doesn't look anything like <laughs> that. The Jerry Curl will make oh, the world a difference. They're doing a, I don't know if you saw this, because the TV One is doing a... Bobby DeBarge movie and the wigs are so like it looks like it's going to be amazing mm-hmm. but the wigs are so bad because you know like mm. Bobby DeBarge had like that feather yes. hair, you know, all that so the wigs the wigs girl oh my gosh no I haven't I haven't seen any of that I'll have to look that up um okay so back to Jason Mitchell yeah so, oh I really oh that's really um, too that's really too bad I really like him on the shy he's really good yeah, so apparently he was, um, um, there are allegations, the the woman who plays his girlfriend on the show um, reported, rep, um, reported repeated complaints of being sexually harassed by him and that she felt so unsafe that at times her fiancé, who's an actor as well, uh, came to the set whenever he shot she shot she, uh, she's um shot, oh my god it's a tongue to wow she shot scenes with jason mitchell hmm. um and so she uh, ultimately informed the producers that like she can no longer work with him so they kept him and released her oh wow yeah and so there are other people who made allegations too but they're like they're unclear of what um finally led the studio to act on the allegations but it finally I guess they finally decided to do something after multiple people came forward and this woman finally was like okay no more so mm-hmm. it's amazing how the me too thing doesn't work with black women but anyway right so um so his um management company dropped him too because of the allegations he's been let go from the shy and he was set to star in a netflix project called desperados that he's also been um released from as well wow so yeah so like again like there have been previous um incidents which reportedly were resolved of his inappropriate behavior Hmm. And then also they said like around the in 2016, I guess around the straight out of Compton time, mm-hmm. he was um, investigated for assault of a woman that she said that he slammed her to the ground. So oh, dang. there's been many, many issues, and they are just now 
something's just not happening. So, already, Jason. Oh, that's yeah. That's really, that's really too bad for everyone involved. And yeah, it's just ridiculous. So that's terrible. But I mean, good for her for like pushing the issue though, because you know, like that's just. That is so, like, I mean, in any context, Me Too or whatever, like, that is so vile, like, you know, to say, like, you know, I'm bringing up this thing that someone else is doing, and I'm the one who's mm-hmm. getting punished for it. Like, that's whatever. That's right. Just, that's just, and that's kind of, like, how it's been for so long. Oh, he was in Mud Mudbound. I, I knew there was something else that he was, because he'd been in quite a few things recently. Was he in Mudbound? Mm-hmm. He was in Keanu, which I know no one. I never liked saw me. that. I thought it was hilarious. I didn't see it. Um, yeah. Um, I wonder what they're gonna do with the storyline because he's like a major storyline on the show. They're they're gonna kill him off. I wonder. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm assuming. But oh, that poor family—they already lost the boy. Okay, the poor fictional family. <laughs> Yes, the poor fictional family that I'm very invested in. We're all like, we're, we were rooting for him. <laughs> oh, we were rooting for his character to help the, help the, that, that family get, you know, get, get have, well, get, just get a little restoration and renewal. His poor mom is still grieving the loss of um, Coogie, his little brother who got shot and like it was like it was like basically kind of an accidental shooting and the guy was like um the guy who shot him was like approaching him to like accuse him of something but he like it was like in his like kind of tussling with him that he gets shot um and yeah so and then now that guy's gotten off he's back on the streets we needed some redemption for this family and now that now this Mm-hmm. Well, no. Nope. You could thank Jason Mitchell for this. Thanks, Jason Mitchell. Thanks a lot. You're messing up our story. Oh, um, awful. Boom. We're on a tangent about something, and now I can't remember what the tangent was. But oh well. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like we're gonna wrap this up pretty quickly, so I can get back to sleeping. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you would be so proud of me. Like, mm. literally went to do something in the morning, mm-hmm. ate lunch, came back to the hotel, like, worked for a little bit, and then, like, went to sleep, like, in the middle of the day. Just You took a genuine nap. I took a nap in the middle of the day. I'm so proud of you. That's so unlike know, you. Right? Who am I even? I love it. I, you know, I am yeah. a big fan of the siesta. I, yes, you are. And so, yeah, I'm going to do the same tomorrow. I'm going to get up for, like, the little food. And then I'm going to go um, to yoga at 10. Oh, excuse you. And then Who are you back. indeed? And sleep some more. <laughs> I'm gonna go stretch. You're basically her majesty. Like I'm gonna wake up, eat, go stretch. I'm so mad because <laughs> there's a right. There's a, a a place out here that like does like people stretch you. Oh, that's that's they, the life. And they have a free session, but the thing is, like, you have to be local. I was like, damn it, damn it. I want to do that. I need somebody to stretch me out. Oh my gosh. I feel like if I was independently wealthy, mm-hmm. the first thing. I love like that's how you started that sentence. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like it's the kind of thing that people who become like, you know, be either you know, like either you are just born into money or old money and you're just, you know, independently wealthy because like your family is like whatever, the Heinz family or whatever, you know, you're, you're a Hilton, whatever it is. Or 
you like, you know, you do well for yourself and you like, you know, somehow like, you know, invest in something that gets bought out for billions of dollars and now you're independently wealthy. Um, and it's people like that who hire people like trainers and other people who like come in and do stuff like this, who like come to your house and stretch you out. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's, that would be like on the top 10 list of things that I would start in uh, paying for if I was independently Okay, what wealthy. are the other things? No, <laughs> what are the other nine? Okay. Um, some sort of um, personal chef, right? Like someone, mm -hmm. a, a cook, someone to cook. Um, and I'm naming things that I don't already have naturally. Um, mm -hmm. um, what else would I do? I would, um, if I was independently wealthy, I would hire someone to stretch me. I would hire someone to cook for me. I definitely hire like a fitness trainer, like someone who, you know, like would come and, you know, make me work out and like motivate me and like, you know, get me into better shape than I get myself into. Mm -hmm. um that's three let's see let's do five this is gonna take forever sorry <laughs> oh well now i'm limited to five gosh i was like the sky's the limit with ten. Two more quickly two more quickly <laughs> hold on um i think i would want Oh, see, I don't know. You, like, I like the idea of a driver, but I also like—I also don't mind driving. But I feel like I would want a driver for like regular, just day-to-day -day commuting, but not for like you know, like I'd like to, I'd like, I'd like to have like a driver like on hand, but not that I like would necessarily use every single day. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, so a driver. And number five, let's see. Oh, independently wealthy billionaire. Hmm. I, you know, I, I don't know. Oh, See, so that's why I capped it at five. Because nine, you, you, this will take. I know, hour. I know, I know, I know. Okay, I'll, I'll put it on the back burner. I'll, I'll, I'll try to have an answer by the time we're done. Oh no. Okay. What <laughs> would my number one thing be? A chauffeur. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I know you, my friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I've said that several times yeah oh yeah i'd have to totally not first of all i'd have to completely not be paying attention to you to not know that <laughs> <laughs> and really? you hate driving i hate it so much um and i do it so much yeah now. you do it all the time now but you hate it mm -hmm. um yeah so i know that that's the first thing on your list so that one mm -hmm. what else absolutely I would also get a like the same things you said like a fitness trainer mm -hmm. um personal chef mm -hmm. um a maid who will also do my laundry mm, interesting I hate doing laundry and mm. press my clothes you yes. like ironing. Not as much as not ironing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I like to have clothes ironed. <laughs> but I don't I like I don't like it as much as I like not doing it. <laughs> I'm glad we have someone else do that for me. That's fine. Again, uh, like growing up, I used, to, my, I used to make my dad do it all the time. Oh, that's so um, funny. And I don't even own an iron. Um, I don't. I do the steamer thing like the modern people mm. do. But um, finally, 
Uh, but you know, now that we're in this hotel, like I sure do have ironing board. I know you do. So, yep. Um, what was the other thing? Um, oh, like a life coach. Okay. Just like one on retainer. Okay. And a therapist. Yeah. Which I don't have right now, but I need. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. My own personal, like, Kristen, get yourself together. Yeah, that's what I need. Interesting. I need those. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so what's going on in your world? Oh, are we on to Let's Get Personal? Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, so as you're aware, I am very excited for two major purchases that I made. (coughs) Not major purchases, but, you know, bigger ticket price tag purchases that I recently made. Mm -hmm. The first is, um, I think I mentioned maybe on a previous episode that (coughs) I got rid of... Previously. Previously. Wait, tell me me everything. Um, I got rid of my old Ikea bookcases that I've had for over 20 years and they were, there was mm-hmm. nothing wrong with them, but uh, I was ready to um, one purge through sort and purge through all those books. Cause I literally had textbooks like English textbooks from college classes. Like why do I have the Norton anthology of anything um, sitting around as though I'm ever going to read it and pick it up again? Cause I literally have not read or touched those books since college. Um, you know, I still had like the, a, a complete work of William Shakespeare, like all this stuff that I'm just like, it's literally like courses that I've taken um so so I sorted through and I gave away tons of books um and then really only kept my absolute like favorites or things that I might actually pick up again or things that I just like Mm -hmm. have a connection with enough to where I didn't want to I didn't want to part with it um so I got, and I sold the two bookcases right away, like the same, like the, I think it was less than 24 hours after I posted them on Let Go. Um, I, I had a really lovely family, a husband and wife and their two kids came and picked them up from my garage and paid me 60 bucks for them. So that was perfect. Um, oh. And then, um, so I got, I had one set of bookcases that I'd already installed. There are these floating bookcases that are in the corner of the living room. And then yesterday, Very yeah, cute. super cute. And, um, and I really like them because, you know, it's like using that vertical space in the corner, frees the floor up so that where there used to be a bookcase sitting, now I can actually put a chair there. Um, so did that. And then yesterday, the other bookcase came in, uh, was delivered. And I um I look kind of I was it was one of those things where I like looked at a million different bookcases and you know finally chose this one and it was back ordered so I had to wait and it was finally delivered yesterday and it is perfect it's absolutely beautiful this long 72 inch wide bookcase that's about like just over like two almost two and a half feet tall like it's the perfect height it totally goes with the room. It matches the whole aesthetic. And basically the living room is now like 100% complete. Like there's nothing else that it needs. Um, nothing, everything is, everything goes together now. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm super happy about that. And then um, it was time for me to get a new mattress. Uh, the mattress that I had um, was I think this year was 11 years old. So it was definitely like overdue. Like you're supposed to do like every eight to 10 years, a new mattress. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, you know, I, I did, a, you know, a fair amount of research or whatever. And I decided, and then I went to the Casper store in the Delamo mall here and tried a few other mattresses on for size. And I chose the Casper wave mattress. Um, and it's really cool, really, really comfortable, nice and firm, like I like it. And um, and the splurge part of this was 
<laughs> the adjustable bed frame. So I did not need a new bed. I needed a new mattress. <laughs> My bed was fine. But I mm-hmm. went, went to the store with our friend, our mutual friend, Annette, and we like tested out different mattresses and I messed around and sat and played with the adjustable bed frame. And I was like, oh, Mm-mm-mm. I need this in my life. Um, and of course, I don't need it in my life, but I now have it in my life because I went ahead and purchased it along with the new mattress. And it is so much fun. Uh, <laughs> so it's, you know, the whole like the the head and the foot uh, uh, of the bed can be raised and lowered however you want it. It also has the mm-hmm. zero gravity setting, like the recliners yeah. at Brooke Williams. So that's the best thing ever because you can put the mm-hmm. whole mattress into zero gravity and get that whole kind of like weightless, you know, feel or whatever. Um, and it's got an anti-snore setting, um, which is also pretty cool. And explain, um, huh? Explain that. So it's got it has the when you hit the anti-snore button, it tilts the head of the bed. I'm not sure to what angle, but just slightly. And apparently that's supposed to like help with if you have a snoring problem. I do not have a snoring problem, but I thought maybe I'll try it out on the dog. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So, so yeah, so both those things were delivered yesterday. I'm super excited about both of them. Like it's terrific. Um, And so just when everything was in place and together and looking good, I decided, I had also already decided that I wanted to, and I mentioned, I know I've mentioned this before, is start the, the remodel project on the powder room, on the half bathroom. Mm-hmm. So demo day was today. Mm. Um, so I am back. So everything's back to being like, so, well, not everything. It just, you know, again, you know me. I don't like stuff out of place. So, mm-hmm. um, so there's, a handful of things that are out of place in order for the work crew to have access to the half bathroom and be able, so they put, you know, they put all the floor protectors down and I came home today to like a nice fine little bit of dust, you know, in the spaces where they were working and all that. So, um, so yeah, so the house is kind of uh, back to being kind of, you know, quote unquote under construction Um, Uh and dog and the cat are, feeling rather displaced um but it should only be on the short end it should be two weeks at the lo- longest it'll be three I'm so obviously I'm I'm praying for two uh two weeks of disarray to get the half bath um completely done so today they gutted it um and tomorrow we'll they'll continue hmm. So there you have it. Um, so <clears throat> things, big things happening over here at the house. I can tell. So um, me, like I said, I am much needed um, respite hmm. in Hilton Head. And as I put on Facebook, like there's um, like everyone's like very old here. Um, and it's <laughs> amazing. Like, I feel like we're on, you know, the set of Cocoon or something like that. But <laughs> it's amazing because this is exactly the kind of life I need. Um, last weekend was cool because my cousin uh, graduated from Spelman, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Yay. And that was amazing to um, see, you know, another member of the family joining on the tradition as well as um go to a graduation which is uh, uh, I think I called you after it was like five hours I was so exhausted oh that is that is not humane yeah. that is inhumane yeah and um 
and I know you've heard about the about Robert Smith giving the money away earlier at the Morehouse graduation. Yes, all the rage. Which led everyone to, you know, the girls at Spelman weren't happy about Keisha speaking at graduation anyway. <laughs> and then, like, compared to Robert Smith, it was, like, also a very... <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be really rough to be, like, just across the street from the place that just got all their loans paid off. Like, Right. And literally, their graduation was right before the Spelman graduation. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's Literally, like, right before. And so it was kind of funny because um, someone asked me, so what did Keisha get him? I was like, nothing. Keisha ain't ain't a millionaire. Billionaire. Yeah, a billionaire. They literally did not want her there, so why would she give them anything? <laughs> right, they were not. They were already. If she had billions of dollars, she was. They were not going to be at the top of her list. No. Uh, which is yeah. That's um, that's just too bad. So I was like, that was so awesome. So you know who has a chauffeur? Robert Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and someone who comes to stretch him out. <laughs> Huh? And someone who comes to stretch him out. Right. But Keisha does have a chauffeur, so good for her, you know. Is that just the thing that comes with being the mayor, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that yeah. doesn't count. Because when the job yeah. is done, then the chauffeur goes away. <laughs> uh- <laughs> but you know what? I, 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 would, I would, like, that would have to be something I would have to add to my um budget. Because you can't go from having a chauffeur to like. To driving yourself around. Yeah. Like, you're like, why I look like pulling up to the grocery store? Yeah. What I look like? Some kind of peasant? Nothing. Not a peasant. No. No. What I look like? Oh, that's a. like driving myself somewhere. (laughs) Going to the gym. All these like regular day things that the rest of the world does yeah. all of a sudden oh are like beneath you. It still reminds me of um, I love that, love, love, love that meme of Blue Ivy on the balcony in New Orleans. Yes. And she's like, and she's got her face off around. Look at them all, look at all regular and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at them. Yep. And that's exactly. Yep. Oh, that is classic. Um, yeah. Yeah. And now, is the person that stretches you out the same as a masseuse, or is that two different people? Oh. I think if they're two different people, then the masseuse would be my fifth. Like a regular... Okay. No, I think there are two other people, because I think the stretcher outer is more like not a massage service, but more like physical therapy. Ah, you're... Okay, yeah. Because, like, I saw people saying, like, oh, I have, like, a run that I need to prepare for. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, well, okay, so then there, there's my number five is I would add, I would hire, I would have, like, a regular guy who's, like, my masseuse guy. He comes in, like, every two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And just kind of contracted. And it's the whole, like, he comes to me. Although, you know, I guess now that I have a chauffeur, I don't have the problem of having to drive myself home from the spa. There you go. Which is, like, <laughs> the worst thing ever. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> it is the worst thing ever. Uh, Speaking of which, I have a spa appointment. Another thing that's exciting, I have a spa appointment for a facial this Sunday after church. I'm very excited. And then um, speaking of graduations, last weekend, my sweet, sweet nephew, Jordan, graduated from Cal State Fresno, summa cum laude with his bachelor's in philosophy, and also a consistent 4.0 all all through all his semesters there so that was all very exciting yeah he's a smart smart boy (laughs) and also just so 
humble and sweet and compassionate and he's just an all-around terrific human being so it was fun hanging out with him and taking him out to dinner yeah it was nice it was nice another another milestone so just cranking those kids through school so yeah, it's graduation season and I've actually had, I've already had two graduations. I think only maybe one more to go. I don't think I've ever, I don't, can't remember a graduation season that I've ever been this busy with graduations. I, I had so many, um, between family and friends, um, with seniors either in high school or college that are graduating like it's it's just unusual for me to have this much involvement <laughs> during graduation season so i'm like whoa nice. um so yeah but all good things all good things <sighs> i'll be really glad for this week to come to an end though i'm tired last weekend i was at the graduation so it was just a busy weekend driving you know, driving there hanging out, driving all the way home on Sunday, right back to work on Monday. Like on this Saturday, I literally have nothing planned. And I'm very much looking forward to spending a good amount of time in my brand new bed. (laughs) So so that's that's my plan for Saturday is resting and then... Sunday will be church, and then resting some more at the spa. But then I'll have to drive myself home. Good grief. You could take an Uber. I could Uber. I have done that before. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Alrighty. Oh, my gosh. We said we are going to keep it short, and we actually kept it short. I don't even know what to do with myself. Okay, let's still make this happen because you know how we are. Um, we say like, <laughs> oh yeah, we're done. And then we were talking about 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, so, I think we're actually done. I've... So... I can't hear oh. you anymore. So, yep. Let's okay. make this official. All right. Bye. Alrighty, have a good one. Bye. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait tell me everything at gmail.com. <laughs>